Welcome to Well Examined, the podcast where science and discovery meet intuition and wellness with your host, Christine Dynes. Each episode, I'll chat with the best minds in integrative epigenetic health, biohacking, neuroscience, quantum healing, and lifestyle design, as well as a slew of reputable citizen scientists across all facets of wellness. Welcome, friends. Today, I'm joined by the lovely Marta DeBeard, founder of Lumiceuticals Harmonic Light. I met Marta a few years back and have been using Lumiceuticals personally and with all of my clients. I bet a lot of you are out there listening and you know that I'm having Marta on and you're going to be using your Lumiceuticals. I've heard that you're listening to the podcast while using your lights. So to say Lumiceuticals are unlike any other light therapies available is really an understatement. Marta has an incredibly motivating and inspirational story to share about how the healing power of light came into her life. And I know you're all going to love to hear that. So let's welcome her and let's let Marta tell her story of Lumiceuticals through her eyes. Welcome, Marta. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to, to be here. We've talked about doing this for a while and I, I love that you thinking about all of your clients using our, um, our lights and that you love the lights. And, um, you know, it's been, this has been an exciting journey to get here. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's really excited to have you on. You know, that a lot of the listeners and my clients really help shape a lot of the, uh, you know, thoughts and questions that we have for you today. And the most popular question that we get right into is, Everyone loves to hear a guest talk about their ikigai, and that's for anybody who's new listening. It's really your purpose, your passion, your reason for being here and living. And so many of the guests that I have on come from an absolutely heart-centered place with uh, you know, their journey into the healing world. So Marta, will you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I love that you asked that question because um, for me, there's been, you know, a few aha moments that I can, you know, really click into that, that helped me realize that I've been guided to this path all along, you know, like, I can literally remember first grade, um, I grew up in Boulder, Colorado, which is a, a lovely place to grow up. And, um and I uh, remember in first grade, you know, we had the SS and SRAs, they were reading um, materials. And I was really at the time very um, interested in um, having the highest reading score or something. So I got into the, to the brown SRAs at the time. And um, I remember actually reading um, the, uh, the allegory of Plato um, and the cave. Um, and of course, I'm in first grade, so I don't really understand um, you know, completely what's going on with Plato okay. in the cave, but, um, but it, it sticks with me, this idea that everyone is, you know, kind of in the dark and, and, you know, there's a few, you know, somebody who's, who's walking out of the cave, um, basically it's just everyone in the society uh, was kind of just staring at the cave because they felt like outside would be dangerous. Um, and then somebody ventures out and realizes, you know, they go out and see the sun, they see the, the beauty of nature and, and from outside the cave. And they're kind of like, come on, but everyone is too afraid to come out with them. And, um, but the, the person who walks out, the people who walk out just, you know, have this whole new vision of what life can be. Um, instead of just staring at this wall in the cave. 
And, um, you know, it's just interesting as I've come to really appreciate light. Um, sometimes I have that feeling that I'm calling people to say, hey, come back outside and, and appreciate um, the true power of light in your life. Um, you know, lumiceuticals really means light as a self-healing tool. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's been an interesting journey because I grew up in, as a child in the seventies, um, where we first had sunscreens, right? There was first a worry, a concern that light could damage you. Um, and so my, one, my, you know, I remember my mother and I having little, um, not really arguments, but she was worried about if I would lay out in the sun, um, you know, she it was the beginning of sunscreens, um, <laughs> You know, do, do, I don't know if that happened for you, but that was, I'm a little, probably a little older, but it was like all of a sudden people are worried about sun, like they love it, but they're also thinking that you can get too much and you can get really damaged by the sun. And um, so, you know, going through my whole life, I just remember thinking that light is this powerful thing. But I also remember thinking you have to put sunscreen on. You have to have sunglasses on. You have to have a hat. You need to cover yourself up. Um, the sun can damage you. You know, that was kind of the pervasive concept that I had around light. So, um, you know, I keep going through my life. I was an athlete um, in, in North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Um and I was exposed to a lot of different alternative therapies by growing up in Boulder, right? You know, you can't live in Boulder, Colorado and not be exposed to a lot of different alternative therapies. Um, but, but light was never one of the conversations. It's always like supplements and, you know, Reiki and massage and, you know, all sorts of interesting things. Um, but one of the things I think is, is fascinating is... Um, you know, I did do a whole yoga training. I, I kind of found a whole bunch of different things that, you know, became a 500 you know, um, hour trained yoga instructor. And I, I found all these really wonderful ways to get into a relaxed state and to understand your body and feel everything. And, and looking back, I was really, you know, appreciating the, uh, the power of light um, as we can express it and feel it and bring it into our body through breath, through all sorts of interesting things. And then um, some friends of ours began to use light therapy um, in Colorado, actually. Um, and and I, I didn't have an understanding for why you would want to do this. I didn't understand that applying light to the body would really do much of anything, mm -hmm. um, especially not artificial light. Right. Um, and so I thought, what, how can you like put an artificial panel or a pad of light on your body and have it do much? It seemed like it would bounce off. It seemed like it wouldn't necessarily have a very profound effect. And my dad um, uh, had, you know, some challenging issues with blood clots and um, circulatory issues that he inherited a lot of that. And I'm also tall and long. And so you need to worry about circulation to your extremities, right? Mm -hmm. And um Oh, about the birth of my son, who's going to be 22 next week, um, my dad ended up with uh, a blood clot in his leg and it really altered, you know, his circulatory pathway in his, in his, in his lower extremities to the point that he would always get the swelling and, you know, have a lot of trouble. Um, but he was able to still function great and everything. And then about, um, you know, 15 years later or so, um, about 11 years ago, and actually this is another interesting thing. Um, you know, we heard about the lights through the friend, but we didn't really act on it. My parents didn't act on it. You know, we didn't really understand, but we could see that this woman was looking younger, you know, acting more positive. Like there was definitely something good going on in her life. Um, my dad gets a second blood clot 
Um, and in, in the day that he we realized he had the blood clot was the 11th day of the 11th month of 2011. So mm. it's 11, 11, 11. And, and my dad gets this blood clot again. And, um, and this time there's a lot of concern that he won't be able to ski and, um, you know, really function properly. And even some concern that there could be some infection that could cause him to, to, you know, possibly lose the, you know, his leg, um, below the knee. And so, you know, my mother is terrified and she remembers hearing, um, from this friend, how light could affect circulatory pathways, that it could really make a big difference in your inflammation. And, um, it could help keep you wounds, um, from getting infected and that you could you know, really heal up better with light. And it could really change the pathway configuration of your circulatory system. And she says, please FedEx me the lights immediately. Gosh, I love it. Yeah. And so they did, they said, I'm sure. And at the time I'm still over there kind of in denial about the whole thing. So I'm just like, okay, my parents are putting light pads on their body. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but it seems innocent enough. And um, all I know is my dad from the very beginning, he's an engineer. He's very uh, methodical and he was able, and you know, at this point he's, he's about 75 years old and he's able to put these light pads on himself every day. And he said that from the first time he could feel a, a big difference and, um, and he could feel, you know, the tension and the tightness that you have when you really have swelling, he could feel it eased from the very first time. And so he keeps using these. And, and it's interesting from that 11, 11 moment. And when I'm thinking he's, he's really going to change at this point, like I'm worried about his ability to be active, his ability to, to do the things that we love to do, particularly put his foot in a ski boot, which seemed like it was never going to get released the swelling enough to do that again. Um, and, and by January of the next year of 2012, uh, 2012, he was, he was skiing. Um, and he was doing wonderfully and he was feeling better than he, he'd had in a long time. And I was just so impressed and I couldn't understand how it works. So I had to figure it out because I was like, how can this even happen? So that was the moment of just kind of, you know, let's, let's understand the mechanics of this. Let's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Gemini. So I love to understand the science, but I also understood intuitively that I was getting a lot of messages to, um, to take action at this. Um, my mother wanted to tell people about it and she's a, you know, a natural talker and she, and we, oh, but she I had just it. moved to her area and she didn't know anybody. And I was like, she's like, I want to light up Utah. I want people to know about this. People should know. Um, at the time there was very little information about it. And she, she said, I, I really want to tell people. And I was like, but you don't know anybody. And so <laughs> I mean, I'm like, how am I going to do this? And she's 70 years old and she wants to change the world. Um, and she's, she decided, so, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start um, working with these lights and helping people understand, having meetings and educating people about it. And I said, well, okay, I'll help you. So I started learning enough that I could, you know, help her and, and talk to professionals and, and understand. And the more I understood, the, the more I was like, well, I don't, how come I didn't know this before? And wow, how, how powerful, how profoundly powerful light can be. And that's, the, that's when we kind of evolved into into really, you know, creating Lumiceuticals um, with our partners and, um, you know, bringing it out to the world. That's so incredible. Uh, I love how you say, you know, my mom was 70 and she just wanted to change the world. Just goes to show uh, 
how we're young at heart and just absolutely the way that we're, you know, driven. And she probably only used the lights a few times herself. Was she using them concurrently with your father or? Well, yeah, that was, that was one of the interesting things, Christine, is that she, it was such a cool thing because it was, she got them for him um, and he's using them and, you know, and then she's like, well, they're sitting here, you know, he's not using them all day long. He's just doing a couple of sessions. Um, you know, I'm going to put them on. And she called me and she said, oh my gosh, you know, nothing hurts. Like my, my foot that normally hurts, um, when I get up out of bed, doesn't hurt anymore. My back that normally is kind of tight and tense doesn't hurt. And she's like, I just feel so much better. I just feel so great. And my parents moved from Boulder, Colorado to where we live now in Logan, Utah, which is a whole different culture and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> and my husband, my husband teaches at, at Utah state. He's a, he's a psychologist and he actually does a lot of things. And this is kind of this whole interesting thing of like, where you realize you've been led all these paths, but he does, he does research um, on, you know, the health, uh, health effects of uh, a, a mixture of health and psychology. So oh, like things like what happened, yeah, like the psychosocial impact of uh, spinal fusion surgery was his dissertation um, uh, for his doctoral thesis. And so he's like, has, he knows like the, the impact of, of things that are going on in our environment um, for, you know, the, for how effective uh, medical procedures are. And so he has this training and he knows how to do a lot of research and understands how to read abstracts and all these things. And so in working with the lights, it was interesting because I started out with seeing all these scientific studies. So I have my mother who's like, she's just, you know, an instinct person all the way. She's like, if you feel it and you know it in your heart, you you know, it's good. I and, then, and then I have my husband and my dad who are like these, you know, like, where's the science? Show me the proof. And, um, and so it was really fun to kind of work with light because both things are there. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting here tingling right now, just because, uh, you know, I've always got one foot in the hardcore scientific door and then everything is informed by my intuition. And so I love that, you know, you can present this from all the different angles because you're always going to meet someone who <laughs> is the scientist, is the intuitive, is the naturalist, et cetera, for sure. You know, you said earlier um, the allegory coming out of the cave. And I love that you brought that up because you had recommended for one of my clients to shine light on their ceiling. They were having a home birth. And I thought of the story, you know, coming out of the dark into the light and how, you know, the baby doesn't want to come out. I mean, it's great in there, right? And I love that they were able to use the power of Lumiceuticals to invite their baby out into the world. I thought that was incredible. And that's a memory that they're always, you know, going to have how the light impacted her right from the beginning. And now from day one of the baby's life, the Lumiceuticals are just... It, akin to eating, akin to showering, et cetera. So it is just, it's so moving the impact that these lights um, in such a short time have had on so many people, um, you know, that I'm hearing about outside of me, but in my circle as well. It's super fascinating. Absolutely. I love that. As, as I, I think um, I have three children um, and I, my, my youngest was uh, three when, um, when we discovered the lights and, 
And part of my concern at first was like, oh, do I launch into a business like, you know, at three years old, you know, you're still still nursing this child's thumb and, you know, just feeling like I want to just, you know, be there, cocoon them into the world a little bit. And did I want to spend a lot of time and energy, you know, away from them or and and one of the things I I felt was that, um, you know, it was kind of my mission to do this for them to show you know, to show one thing, you know, to kind of step into my own power and, um, and what I could accomplish. Um, I felt really perfectly poised because of my training with yoga and an understanding of how powerful it was to, to, to feel into your intuition and, um, celebrate your body and, and, you know, the, the power of Shavasana, the power of relaxation, um, to really bring it all together to connect. And then, um, you know, the, the really the resources that I was given um, to understand the scientific mind that I could, you know, have my husband help me with understanding the research papers and how to, to read what, what was happening in the science of light. Um, and just everything about it, I, I, you know, the, the resources of, of experts that just came into our life and have been just become friends, you know, and just really including um, uh, you and Dr. Drobat and just, you know, some really fascinating people who have, who our paths have crossed and we, I feel like we've helped each other. And, um, and so what I realized is that I was giving them this tool and it, it came full circle because of course, you know, I don't know, maybe you don't know yet because your daughter's just growing up, but you know, the, one of the first people I wanted to use the lights with was my son, mm-hmm. who was a swimmer at the time. And he had, he had sore shoulders and, um, you know, was, you know he, he would go over to my mom's house and lay in her bed and, and put these lights on. And, and he was actually one of the first people to tell me, mom, there's, I, I really like going over to Nana's. Can we get some of those at our house? Because, Aww. you know, um, I didn't think we could all, you know, lay in their king size bed to do lights every night. Like we needed to have our own thing. Um, and so, um, and my husband actually tried them before I did. He's very open-minded and he was like, those are, there's something really cool to that. And my own first experience with the lights was, you know, I was a, a tired mom and I, I lay down on the bed and did these lights and, um, it was just to, you know, you put up a pad of light over your closed eyes. I, I kind of was wondering, you know, why, how that would be relaxing. Cause if you're putting bright light over your eyes, when, when <laughs> you awake. Um, so intuitively I wasn't sure how that works. And then, and then I, she had me put a pad on my belly um, and a pad of light on my, on my adrenals and my back. And I fell into this, you know, deep Shavasana like meditative sleep that it was only 20 minutes long, but felt like maybe four hours. Oh my gosh. And um, when I woke up, I thought, okay, well, that was just because I was in my mother's bed and she was taking care of my kids and I was just relaxing. And, you know, I mean, and, and I hear this from people a lot. I mean, we, you know, you see in 20 minutes and I, I hope you've had the fun since of COVID. Sometimes you don't get to see all of our clients do things anymore, but you see somebody come off the lights for the first time and they literally look different to me. They do. Yes, absolutely. I've written what, what do you notice when you see, what kind of things do you see? Well, I, so the people that I'm around the most who use the lights are my mother and my husband, and it's just a place of stillness and peace, but it's almost like, it's almost like you can see a reservoir in them of sustained energy. It's this new wholeness, which you don't necessarily think about when you look at people. So maybe I'm describing more of the vibration and less of the visual, but um, it's kind of just being high on life sort of thing. <laughs> coming off yeah. of- 
I love that because I, I think that, you know, for me that you see their lightness. Yeah, like, like it's, that. it's interesting that. because I've seen, you know, we've done this with thousands of people and we do a lot of like, uh, like we'll do an energy healing conference and we'll attend that and, and people will come in and they'll lie down and, and we'll put a light on the same thing I experienced in my mother's bedroom, you know, light a little bit of light on their, their closed eyes, a little bit of light on their digestive system, a little bit of light on their adrenals and they'll lay back. And sometimes, you know, they even are like, no, put that over my shirt or, you know, like you think, how can this person, I don't know if this is going to do much, you know, like it's not doing <laughs> the scientific thing of like really making contact with their skin or really doing sure. all these things. And, um, and then they'll get up and I'm like, wow, I never realized how beautiful this person was. I, I, I see this, this, this oh, sparkle. They, yeah. They look younger or they just look like you said, more alive. I see their lightness and what a lovely way to live, you know, like to help people um, really tune into their lightness, their, their, the awareness that this is their essence. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, it, it really shifted my whole mentality because I think I was like, okay, you know, global warming, life is getting worse. I mean, you know, <laughs> the end of humanity. It's like, I was like, how do I raise my children to be optimists and to really be game changers in the world and you know in the in the in the face of all this peril and fear and concern and and when I the people I met through light were focusing on the amazing evolution um as as we become more aware and we have the technologies to tune into our light and to feed it um and to um you know really release a lot of the the time and the suffering that's involved as we evolve um, and it was just like, wow, this is, this is like a hopeful message. I feel like so honored and privileged to, to help, um, you know, us all move forward in this space. And, and that's been such a gift. It, it was really, to me, that was, that's really the answer to your first question, which yeah. is just to feel a part of this whole, um, global shift towards becoming more receptive to the light we can receive so that we can give more light. Well, it's so interesting because we talk about a meditative, peaceful state. And you said, you know, um, the, you know, seeing the light and just the essence of it. And Dr. Drobat and I are always talking about, you know, people don't have time because, uh, you know, we sort of got a screwed up world. You know, you said, you know, climate issues. And we've got a lot to deal with. So how do you take all of these therapies all day long, you know, and go about your life? You don't, right? you need to access things that really offer, uh, you know, what we just consider the multiplier effect. So, you know, I've mentioned before how I've used countless biohacking tools and lumiceuticals are by far my favorite. I mean, I can take them everywhere with me. They can always be an extension of me. Um, I can combine them with other frequency therapies, but you know that, um, you know, what I love is the sulfagio and nogier settings and, Oh my gosh, I think that that's just absolutely life-changing for anyone, but all the people that I have been working with, just their lightheartedness through everything that, you know, life has thrown at them, if you will, the past <laughs> two years. They're just different people after using the lights and the sulfagio and noji settings are so incredible um, to me. So for anyone who's new out here today to frequency therapies, light therapies. Marta, will you dive into this part of 
what makes lumiceuticals harmonic light. And you can even go insofar as talking about, uh, we haven't gotten here yet, but most people access a red light box. So they know a little bit about blue light. Let's talk about how lumiceuticals are combination light therapy with harmonics. That was a lot to say. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, and it's good because it, it, you know, I can talk all day, but sometimes I talk around things, so that's good. Yes, that so light, so light is a self-healing tool when when you when you're working with it. What we're doing is we're pulsing the light. So we have, you know, our light is connected to a little control box, and the and so you're providing both harmonic resonant frequency. So you can think of it as pulsation, but you know, the body's receiving it as as information. Um, and, and it's being sent in with the light. Um, so you have light as a nutrient and you're shining light on your body, um, uh, as a nutrient, as something that feeds you literally like a plant. Um, and the awareness that we are more like a plant than, um, you know, than not was new to me, right? I, you know, I, I knew we ate plants and we needed <laughs> sunshine for vitamin D, but I, I never really made the awareness that, I mean, if we wanted to go that far, we could just kind of breathe air and, and take in light and, and be fine. You know, like, I think we could live, I don't know <laughs> that we do a whole lot of stuff, but we would, we would be able to do it. And, um, and so the awareness that you're kind of feeding yourself as a nutrient and especially compromised areas, like I know, you, you know, your daughter, you know, bro- you know, broken arm, I think, uh, you know, so areas that need that, that have had trauma or really need help um, for whatever reason. And it can be, those can be emotional areas as well as physical areas, whatever needs more energy in order to come back into balance or homeostasis. Um, you know, it's great because you can apply light right to that space. And so the idea that you can bring in this nutrient of light that literally, you know, through the cell um, energizes um, and, and is taken in and, and, and you can make ATP. So that's literally what you're trying to do with your food eventually, right? Eventually, um, yeah. Directly <laughs> makes that. Um, so your, your body's able to take it in and it's like high octane fuel because there's no digestion process involved. The, the cells just are wired. We are wired for light. We are, we are beings of light that are, are literally, you know, from our skin to our bones, even in our bone marrow, you know, our, our cells that are saying, Oh, great. Thank you for feeding this to me. Yes. And um, so that's one aspect. And then we're tuning the body because we're pulsing this light at harmonic resonant frequencies. And this is not a new idea. Um, you know, you think of the, 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 you know, the idea of, of bowls, Himalayan singing bowls, yeah. um, the idea of intonation, you know, singing. So of course people understand kind of the idea that you would sing in wellness, that your body would vibrate back to a, a again, a higher vibration, a, a more of a homeostasis. And again, damage tissue, compromised things from trauma, from, um, you know, physical, emotional, um, trauma start to lose their vibration. They're altered. And then you can, you can basically remind the body how to tune back in to better health. So, and so when you combine those two, it's beautiful because, um, the body loves loves light brings it in and then it's like it's bringing in this vibration this energy this this communication <clears throat> to fully um tune the body and nutrient um, provide nutrient to the body at the same time so it does allow this overlap of of treatment you know that you can do it all at once <clears throat> pardon me oh yeah go right for it so i love that and then um let me 
you know, the, the cool thing about the awareness of, of some, so lumiceuticals, light as a self-healing tool, is um is making an, uh, a very intentional awareness of the frequency. So you know, uh, there's frequency all around us. We're, we're we're wired for light, and we're also tuned into frequency all the time. And so, if we can maximize that and provide frequencies that we know to be balancing and healing to the body, then it's like a double win, right? And um, and so the frequencies that you're referring to, um, you know, in, in the 1940s, Paul Nogier, he's a, a French neurologist and he's a musician, and he just realizes through auricular therapy, so kind of like ear acupuncture oh, yeah, yep. points, and through the wrist, he realizes these cool frequencies that 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 align with music, that align with um, mathematics, that align with the body's natural resonance. And he finds out, look, all these different tonalities help to tune different tissue types in the body. And so those have been present for a while. And the idea of applying them easily with a light pad is something, you know, kind of that, that comes into the innovation of, of the time of, of lumiceuticals. And then you have the Solvegio frequencies. Well, these are like, you know, ancient things that, you know, Gregorian chants might have just been, you know, you know, humming a specific mm-hmm. tonality. It's kind of like, you know, if, if if somebody does attend religious services, they might feel it in a hymn, a certain hymn might bring a certain release of sometimes you'll cry, you know, you're just like, oh wow, that just yeah, brought that to me. me. <laughs> or you're you're in yoga and you you do um, you know, a, a Sanskrit um, and, you know, chant or a om that just resonates and you feel this release. Um, and, and so you, everyone, I think intrinsically understands the power of that, but when you can combine it in, um, and give it to the body on a regular basis, it, it's, it's a lovely thing to help your body again, release any limiting beliefs or, or experiences that might be, you know, sheltering your light away or keeping you from optimally functioning both physically and emotionally and spiritually. So it's the combination of those two things is, is really powerful. I talk about this a lot in my practice. I'll say, you know, love is the medicine. And it sounds so intangible still to some people. And, you know, well, what does that really mean, Christine? And it's a great way to have people test out the solfagio frequencies with the lights. And they'll call me, you know, I, I mean, I talk to my clients typically once a week, but they'll call me, you know, a month later out of the blue and they'll go, I get it. I get what you mean because... I'm just a new person. I just feel so different. I understand what that means. Love is the medicine. It just creates this, oh my goodness, this new awareness that people didn't realize that they could access or even existed. So, you know, it is Mental Health Awareness Month here in the U.S. I mean, every day should be Mental Health Awareness Day. And I know it's such an open-ended question, but how do Lumilites help us neuro-optimize? I, I guess I... Well, you just answered by discussing, you know, Nogier frequencies, et cetera. I guess I should really ask, what are some of your favorite ways to share the neuro-optimizing benefits of Lumiceuticals? Yeah, and I, 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 this, I can touch back again where I didn't answer your question before, but about the colors. Um, oh, okay, yeah. You have, you have, you have the, the interesting thing too is that visible light and then a little bit longer than visible. So you have visible light, right? The colors we can see. Um, and then we have a little bit longer than red moves us into infrared and a little bit shorter than violet moves us into ultraviolet. And there's this, you know, basically a Goldilocks wavelength of, of or section of light 
um, and that we all need to thrive and that our body and our physiology responds to. And I don't even know if we understand the full power of all of this um, yet, but um, but this is only 2% of the light coming from the sun. Um, so it's a, it's a small section that's just critical to all of us. And what we know is that that our physiology responds to that that section of light and to to frequencies that we find in nature, um, and that we find in our and in, in the and uh, you know really wise scriptures from whatever background you want to think about. They all match up, and that's what I love. You know, like whatever it, it doesn't matter really the vehicle that people find themselves in. Whatever feels right for them culturally, emotionally, safe, and and accesses them to this higher being um, of really, which is love um, to me, um, it just helps them to understand. So when you, when you can place light on the body um, and it's in this, this Goldilocks zone and you can um, kind of tune into that you're well supported, that you're guided, that you're loved by something much bigger that connects all of us. It's really um, an, a powerful way to augment your well-being. Um, it, it, it helps you, to, you know, my husband was saying, oh, the news just has all this. I'm like, oh, you know, but every night he puts these lights on himself and he, he kind of washes away all the stressors and reminds himself of his essence. And so that's, I think, one of the most powerful aspects of, of for mental health is to remember um, that we have all these pathways and guides and um, these uh, these resources to us and that um, the, the outcome is all supposed to be for our highest good, right? Like that that's where we're hopefully being all led. And when we get, we stray down the path of imbalance um, emotionally, um, physically, that we're going to feel that is kind of like a reminder to kind of write the course. So, so in terms of physiological, physiological changes, um, we know that blue light, for instance, um, has an effect um, on the skin and in the eyes of in enhancing mood. Um, and we know this because what, what is a blue sky day? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, like you just, it's just like we're intrinsically wired to take in this, this, um, the scattering of light and feel like, wow, this, this can uplift me. And so it can be as simple as, you know, getting some daytime sun, but, but for a lot of people, they need a little bit more um, guidance because there's just a little bit more stressor going on um, and more imbalance. And maybe they, maybe it's even hard to, to get that you know, midday sun or that time based on where they live and all that. So one of the things that I found really powerful is, you know, we have an eye mask that we place right over the eyes and we, it has blue and um, red light in it. Um, And they combine together for a really lovely kind of purple. That's a soft purple. Um, Yeah. And I love that because the kind of purple is a divine color. It kind of reminds us of, of our divinity, Um, you know, and uh, you place that right over the eyes and the placement over the eyes directly is really an important thing. I mean, at first, like I said, I was worried about, and a lot of people are, oh, this this hurt my eyes, you know, you want to be careful. Um, But we're not looking at the light. And that's an important thing to recognize. We're really not designed to be light lookers. We're designed to be light receivers. Just the way the whole eye, you know, configuration is in our body. The eyes are like, um, the part of our brain that gets to exist 
um, beyond the skull. Like they're literally parts of the brain Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like little cups, you know, like, and they're, they're geared to be like catcher's mitts to say, I'm ready to receive all of this. And then they also actually emit light back out. And that's some of the light that you see. I think when you said people just look differently after they've filled their cup with light, they, they can emit more light back out. I love that. Uh, It's just a different way of reflecting the information and thinking about it. Right. So when we place the light over closed eyes, you don't, they don't, the eyes don't have to be staring at something. They can be just receiving in that goodness, that, that, that tuning capability, the, the idea that, that, you know, they're tuning into their essence and, um, and that their essence is something good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this awareness of all of that. And culturally, we have so many you know, hundreds of years of telling us our essence is bad. Right. So it's nice to have something that just reminds us that our essence is light. And um, and that's true of everyone. And um, and so then, you know, that eye mask keeps them from getting distracted. And it's interesting because I have other light tools that I have tried and used. And even something that's a few inches away. Um, doesn't have the same effect to me as something that's right on my skin. Mm-hmm. One, because we know that the skin is a huge receiver of light, but two, it's almost like you can't just, you can't get distracted any other way because the light is just so prevalent that it helps us to kind of be in only receive mode. Um, and for me, you know, I have a pretty strong monkey brain to get distracted with a whole bunch <laughs> of other things. But when I put that light mask on, it's like, Nope, this is the only thing I can receive right now is just this light information. There isn't room for anything else. There's no space in between. And and for me personally, that's really powerful. Yeah, and I know Um, that you work on a lot of mantras and you have cues that you work on with people. And I just think it's so much, uh, like it's just better received when someone can set an intention. They know a little bit of the science like you're describing and the intention just moves through them um, so they can be of service in such a different way after receiving. And then, like you said, um, emanating yeah. you know, even the light. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting because like I said, that from that first time, you know, like, oh, I was just relaxing. It was so relaxing, but like, it's almost like that's not enough. You can't be just relaxing. Um, and we have to be like doing yeah. something all right. the time. <laughs> and I know you have a lot of really high achieving clients that are just, you know, they've been doers their whole life. They're like, do, do they're And they yeah. do amazing things. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that we all of a sudden get to a point if we're not careful where, you know, we can't be doers anymore if we haven't been receivers first, you know, if we haven't been able to fill our cup, then we just get really drained. Um, I remember feeling like, you know, if you go to the LA airport and you see those, those, those energy port systems where everyone's trying to plug in their, their, their chargers. And like, you know, if you have 50 people trying to plug in your charger and you're not charged up, you know, like that's not going to work for very long. Um, and you'll start to have, you know, a lot of issues. And, and so that's, that's what the idea that you can cannot continually charge and refill your life force um, so that you are capable of going out and being there for your kids, your employees, your, the world, um, you know, is, is important. So that's what I love about having my own light set just right by my bed is I mean, I'm constantly saying, okay, I'm going to charge up, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to clean out and I'm going to charge up so that I'm ready to go the next day in a fresh space. And so the light mask is important. And I was just listening to some other um, podcasts and things about it's, it's powerful because most people don't recognize that, you know, 80%, at least of the light information you're receiving is through the eyes, that the eyes are metabolically the most, the retina 
area of the eye is the most active, um, metabolically active cells in your body. So they need the most light information and they need it constantly. And then they, and then they, you know, can give it back out. Um, and so there's just this power of that, that, that the eyes themselves are, are important. So that eye mask, I think it's really critical, um, you know, that people have used that for mental health. It's really powerful what it can do because the, you know, so you're taking that light in, you have all these receivers there, but then that light is also traveling naturally right into the center of the brain. Um, and the pineal gland, the light meter um, that's inside your head is like your third eye. And of course we, we recognize in other, um, you know, in, in the chakras, the third, the brow chakra, we, we talk all about the brow, you know, we place ash on the forehead on Ash Wednesday, we, we recognize culturally, religiously, the importance of this area. Well, it's your, your God center, you know, it's your, it's the, the divine aspect of our awareness, you know, and I didn't even know that we had a pineal gland. And, you know, when I first started with the lights, I, oh my I had God. no idea. Okay. You know, so I was at that point of like, we have a revelation, (laughs) right, right. And I, I, somehow I skipped all of that. I never heard that. And so the pineal gland, the awareness that we only really are in healing when we're relaxed, that also skipped me. Um, and then the awareness of how the body is also, um, really opening up its whole vascular throat, the flow through nitric oxide induction suit. These are conversations that I, you know, that never, never talked to me about that. I never understood that. Um, and so when I started realizing, oh, you know, like the thing that connects you consciously, the thing that helps you with memory and sleep and hormone levels is this, you know, this tiny little pine cone shaped gland and in, in right. that, yeah. you know, that, that this has already been, you know, that, that, that all religions up to this point have, have noticed this, have honored this, have, have, um, I paid homage to this concept and, and all of a sudden now in the seventies to go kind of full circle, we're putting sunglasses on, we're wearing hats. We're we're not putting ourselves into light because we're worried that we're going to be damaged by one of the, you know, the very thing that gives us life and connects us to a sense of the divine. It's, it's pretty like, wow. You know, again, the thing is, is I, I go over the, all over the country telling people this and they're like, oh my goodness, I never really thought about that, you know, like, um, and so we talked today about how I could get really specific about, you know, cytochrome oxidase and why, why all this happens. But the reality is, you know, when you put yourself into light, especially through the skin and the eyes directly, you experience um, some amazing things physiologically from the, the important neurotransmitters from serotonin and beta endorphins, um, you know, dopamine, all of these things, this cascading wellness um, capacity that you have is, is ignited. And, and so it's important to do, it's important to have light on the skin and light in your awareness, light over in your eyes. It doesn't have to be light you look at, it's light you receive. And this is all going to help you physiologically emotionally, spiritually be in an optimal, more optimal health. And, and that awareness is, is, is makes you just want to spend your lunch outside, you know, take a little walk, go in your garden. Um, But also it's interesting, but placing these light pads on you or placing, you know, using light technologies actually helps you to appreciate the out of doors even more, like to appreciate the light you're receiving um, and, to you know, like, like for me, it's interesting that that would be what happened, but it's almost like you wake and awakening yourself and awareness. 
And that awareness helps you to see it everywhere else. And so going back to the allegory, it's like all of a sudden you're out of the cave and you can see from a whole new perspective how important and critical light information is. And you can see that you are being guided by it all day long. And gee, did it take us so long to receive the intellectual, uh, uh, you know, aspect of the upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and so it's, it doesn't, it's, it's amazing because you can find study after study of like, wow, this works. Like people are like, wow, you know, you can put this red light on your, um, you know, head and you will, your hair will help to grow. You right. can work with um, near infrared light and help your bones to grow better. Like, you know, your, your, your doctor's going to say, wow, your, your, your daughter's healing better. Or, you know, this is, this is something that I wouldn't have expected to happen, but it's happening. And, and they kind of quizzically look at you and say, I guess you should just keep doing it. And, you know, I can see my parents in their late eighties, um, performing with great mental acuity, with great passion. Um, you know, my dad just said, oh, he's like, he's trying out one of our new things that has this green light, red light, near infrared light and, and, you know, as a helmet. And he's like, okay. Um, he's like, this helps my knee. How come this helps my knee? I'm not even putting light on my knee. It's like, because if you start igniting the metabolism and, and, and helping your brain be fully optimized, it's going to travel through the rest of your body because it's like, you know, got all this cool, it's like this natural pharmacy of, of, of biochemicals and hormones and, you know, and enzymes. And it's going to start telling the whole body, Hey, we're good. Like I can now connect into my ankle better. I can now, you know, help the healing capacity and my whole body is going to be ignited. And then you add that with another conversation that maybe your, your poor adrenal glands, which most people have been just squeezing in, in, you know, for, for decades, trying to you know, give a little more caffeine just to, you know, get a little bit more jolt from the adrenaline that we receive when under stressors, positive and negative. And you realize that there are parts of your body that are pretty tired. And if you can give them a little bit more natural light energy, they are going to respond by saying thank you and performing better and helping you, you know, move through your life and with better ease and less suffering. Oh my gosh. You just said so many things that I want to, you know, go off on little tangents about. And, but you just said something really important. The other day I was discussing Lumiceuticals with a really intrigued colleague over at Biomed New England. And we were just discussing target tissues, you know, putting the pads on specific places and having personalized prescriptions and how those particular frequencies elicit, um, you know, a medicinal therapeutic effect, right. And just talking about the studies, so on and so forth. And I referenced my daughter's arm, um, and talked about, of course, how her conventional, uh, osteopathic surgeon was so blown away, uh, you know, Oh, quizzically. I, I just, okay. All right. You're doing light. You know, and that's all he could say. Um, but my colleague, I was discussing it with, he thought he heard me say something about how light on the head could influence your arm or your knee. And that, and it wasn't what I was saying. I was referencing, um, a direct pad and target tissues. So can you actually go down this road a little bit, a more nuanced approach and talk about light as a nutrient and how we metabolize it and how our body uses it as a highway, I guess? Maybe if you could just say something more on that. Yeah, I think it's it's important to understand that our, as an energetic being, we need flow. Like 
and, and that flow can be disrupted, right? Trauma, you can break something. And if you have a lot of pain, it's almost like the body compartmentalizes that area away for a while because it's too painful to connect in with. And so in our proprioception and our ability for our body to connect without, you know, sight and everything, just to be aware of the connections. And if you closed your eyes right now, you would know where your hands were. You would know where your feet yeah. were right? because you just have your brain is connected into these spaces. And, and this is one of the big ahas for me with light therapy. I had, um, you know, I told you I was an athlete. I was a volleyball player in mm-hmm. at the University of North Carolina, and I had some, some lingering by the time I, you know, I'm 45 when I learn about the lights and I, or, or so, and I, I have this lingering issue in my, my SI region. I basically have a hypermobile joint that gets very aggravated. And I try all sorts of things, rolfing and massage and yoga and all these things. But I'm at this point it, around in my forties, you know, I'm having consistent um, bouts of pain in that area. So when my mother in her eight, you know, in her seventies is telling me she's pain-free and when she wakes up in the morning, I'm thinking, wow, it takes me a good few minutes to lie down on the ground and do some stretches before I can get to the point of moving. So, so one of the things I did at first was apply light right to that space. I'm like, well, okay, this is working. I'm going to put light right here. And I tried to, you talk about intent. I tried to nuke pain right out of my body. I thought, let's see what happens. And at first it did help, you know, it made the pain go away and, and locally and, and it used infrared light will penetrate all the way to the bone. And I thought, well, this will be helpful. And, and the red light will go into the soft tissue and the muscle, and this will help to regenerate and relieve inflammation and help with pain. And it did, but then I kind of got to these layers where I, you know, and partly because of my own fault, I was literally had the idea I'm going to nuke the pain out of me. It's uh, like a microwave, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to press like as hot as I can go. And I'm just going to keep pressing play. I laid in bed one day and just kept pressing play on my, on my machine and saying, keep, keep going, keep, keep, just do another session, another session, another session. Let's just get this over with. Let's just heal it up. Uh-huh. And, um, and what I found after about an hour was like, one, I was dehydrated and yeah. two, um, I was in more pain than when I started out mm-hmm. and it was a good moment for me because I've since learned to help counsel a lot of other people away from experiencing what I did. Um, because I realized one, my intent was not to listen to my body and ask it what it needed or open up flow. My, my intent was to nuke pain out. Um, <laughs> And, and it didn't work. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I think it can work, you know, like again, like one time, like people go, oh, wow, that's amazing. But then they go back to it. And then eventually they'll say, look, this isn't working for me anymore. I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's going on? What is your intent? It's like, well, I'm trying to get rid of the pain here. And I'm, I'm battling this pain or the, the idea is that there's not like this, you know, again, the, when you want to work with light, with the body, you want to give the body this environment. So the body's wisdom can take it and do what it needs to do with it. And so, um, you know, we're not trying to force the body into something in, we've probably, that's how we got to the problem. So we want to, you know, offer this to the body and in, in, in a way that it can utilize its wisdom optimally. So one is to be relaxed, like to, to, to truly be in a relaxed state and the power of that for our mood, for our biochemistry is, is powerful because that's when you're not going to fight the nervous system anymore. And I remember talking to Dr. Robot about that. He, he, he came up to me at a booth and he said, I want to work with what you're working with. I like it because you're, you recognize the power of the nervous system. Oh, you know that you don't want to battle against it, right? You want to work with the nervous system because the nervous system is your friend you to guide. <laughs> yeah. And you will not heal 
um, if you're in this stress state of like, make it work, make it work, make it work. It's just yeah. not going to happen. Right. So that's, that's a huge aha. Most people don't figure that out very well. Right. So that's a big one. And I love working with other practitioners that have figured that out. So that's important. You don't want, you want to work with the body. So you find ways to help the body's chemistry open up. So the eyes are a perfect opportunity again with the eye mask, even if you're working with the knee or somewhere else, because that's, what's going to shift your nervous system state very, very quickly. Like for a lot of people, it's literally within the first 20 seconds. And now all of a sudden they're shifted. I, it's, it happens faster and to all sorts of people with different backgrounds, different ages, different experiences, better than almost anything I've ever, I, I've never seen anything like it. How fast <laughs> light and the eye can do that. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is the awareness that, that you need to open up flow so that the proprioceptive centers of the body are connecting in with the brain in an appropriate way. And what does that mean? It means that you know, the way you're in, if you're injured, you know, how you hold your body differently, like to protect that area, you get tense and you kind of like, it's almost like, okay, that area is quarantined. We don't go there. There's pain there. And so you begin to hold the body muscularly, structurally in a different way. And we need to release that. We need to remind the brain, let the brain kind of tune back into that body part and say, pardon me, more water. Pardon me. So they need to say, Let's reconnect in. Let's use the body's wisdom to understand what's going on here and to to release. Maybe it's a rotational pattern or a tight pattern or whatever. And so when I did that, um, when I worked away from the area, so no distally away from from the mm-hmm. spot, and I and I focused in on the vagus nerve um, through the jaw and neck, and think about how many people end up with jaw tension and pain, mm-hmm. and and they've kind of fried this whole vagus nerve area through trauma, you know, self-induced or, or that's happened to them. And, and so what's happening is we're losing the body's connective highway from the brain to these areas. And, and so we need to reestablish that. And light is beautiful in that it reestablishes what's called our neuroplasticity. And that, that is what you talked about when you said people feel more resilient. They, they feel like they're a new person. They're literally rewiring the nerve path, pathways in the body towards better health and conductivity. And this is important because this is what's going to help them sit up straighter, feel more fluid. Like in yoga, I could just, instead of putting myself in a place of good posture, my body felt it from the inside out mm-hmm. and, and the open up the energetic pathways. And this is what's happening when somebody does a really nice job of, you know, massage or Reiki or, you know, any, any energy work, they want to open up pathways. And again, to help your light connectivity, your, your ability to receive and move light information through your body needs to be flowing like a river. And this is your chakra system. This is ancient wisdom, you know, applied back in to like, make sure you're opening up flow. Open up and flow. then, then the body will respond beautifully. And, and I, I felt my back shift and it has never come back. I mean, so it took me a few weeks to figure this out and it took a little bit longer. I was telling people about three months before I kind of reworked some of the pathways and helped that neuroplasticity and that from my jaw all the way down to understand. But since then, um, it, it's never come back. And that's powerful because it was, you know, coming, I was, I have had that injury for over 20 years. So it was, it was amazing to me. And I've seen it happen again and again and again. And the first thing I'll tell people with their lights is, Make sure you know how to relax, 
you let the let the body relax with the light so that you can get into that healing state and, and a lot of good things will come from that a lot of good healing and all sorts of areas of your life will come from that mental health you know physical health and then make sure your pathways are opening and flowing because we know like mental health month you know we know that the gut is is intricately related to our mood mm-hmm. and so when we can place like a pad on the gut and a pad on the eyes. And then we know the adrenal glands are working hard. So a pad there. Well, now we're engaging this communication system. We're helping the brain say, Hey, down here, this energy needs to travel back and forth. And, and, and let's, let's make sure that this area and, and the endocrine system is healthy too. And, and now all these pathways are flowing and the communication is flowing and an amazing results begin to happen. I have a lot of my clients read the book, Siddhartha. Are you familiar with it? I've heard of it, but I haven't read it in a while. So I have to remind me, tell me a little yeah, bit more it's, about it. It's by Herman Hess and it's all about the Buddha's life, you know, a, a fictitious perspective of it, if you will. But yeah. there's this moment where, uh, you know, Siddhartha, he's on the edge of the woods, right? And he has to be the observer of his life where he is at that time. And I especially love giving this book to my male clients who are in their um, 40s and 50s, because so much is going on in the world right now uh, where men in their 40s and 50s are caught between two worlds. We can kind of agree on that, right? Culturally. Oh, yes. It's a hard time for men in general right now. Yeah, it is a hard time for men in general. And, you know, just this different pivotal role that, um, you know, they play, that they've seen their fathers and grandfathers play. And I work so much in these multi-generational settings and everybody wants to upgrade, right? Undo the past and evolve forward. Um, but men are often still in this place of, you don't talk about your problems. You're just going to keep going on that path. Well, neurodegeneration is on the rise <laughs> more than yeah. ever. And so, yeah. you know, my male clients are finally really they've really become so much more responsive to the level of work we need to do uh, at the nervous system. And it's almost like I graduate them like, oh my gosh, all right, you're ready. You're ready for the next step. Uh, But they see this neurodegeneration and this, um, you know, different level of mental health going on with their fathers and their grandfathers. And they're honestly, they're terrified and they really want to do something about it. So That was sort of a long-winded way, but an important way to get into. I'm just learning about how green light is being used to prevent neurodegenerative issues. Um, And it's really compelling to me because, you know, I've only been using the green light um, for a short time with a lot of my clients. And while, you know, you've had it indicated for migraines, I've been using it for um, like sinusitis and some dental things, but I'm really interested in this neurodegenerative aspect. So do you want to talk about the um, the helmet that you've developed and just a little bit of our green light. Yeah. You know, we, it's interesting because we love to innovate. Um, and I think that's one of the, the powerful things, you know, our, our manufacturing partners, the, we very innovative. And so we'll say, I was looking at a lot of research and saying, I'm seeing green as an interesting thing. And, you know, sometimes we get stuck with research just because a certain thing works like red light is, is powerful and it does do some really great things. But I've also seen people 
especially like your go-getter kind of personality um, struggle with um, just constantly igniting ignition in the body, right? There's a lot of people that need to do the first step is not to ignite more. The first step is to calm down. Um, And so we'll see blue light really helpful there. We'll see blue light calming um, the the, the system down um, and and it's important. So, you know, we, we already knew that we had to have other colors besides just red light because there is more color than that in the yeah. world, right? Like you want to get as close to your natural experiences as you can. And so when you appreciate the, the cleansing power of blue light, the anti-pathogenic effect and things like that, that's powerful. And then we have red, um, which obviously is that ignition and this lovely, you know, um, circulation enhancing, um, you know, capacity. So the cool thing, you know, you start to think about the chakras and you think about green in the middle. And I just thought green's your heart area, your lungs. Um, Green is the place of balance. Green physiologically in the chakras is when you come from your physical into your upper chakra. So it's that, that so the highest of your physical places before you begin to go into the more ethereal (coughs) components. And, and I just thought, I really think we need green. And so we developed a a, a pad already. We have two pads that involve green and near infrared light. And um, and there was some interesting research starting to come out. And we thought, let's just let's just see how people respond with it. You know, we're we're innovative that way. I mean, we we have a trust that light used intuitively is is always you know a positive thing. That doesn't mean you need to, like I said, don't try to nuke. Um, health into you, yeah. but if you use it intuitively and you listen to your body's responses, um, and you work with enough of a, a gentle, low-level light, and you put it in pulsations that are favorable to the body and invite the body, then I'm I'm happy to to um, you know play. I think it's like I encourage people play with the lights, like listen mm-hmm. to your body's response, and don't feel like you're doing this prescription. You know, it's like have a conversation with the lights in your body, and and, and so we thought, let's just see what that conversation does when we do green. And the results we got were really powerful. People said, oh my gosh, you know, things that really hurt me um, will will release faster with green than they do with red. And of course, we still include the near infrared in there because that near infrared has the ability, I think, to drive the, the, the power deeper into the body and gives you a nice consistent energy that we know is very powerful in the way it helps structure the water of the body. Um, you know, just, just an overall really solid researched, but also intuitively nice thing about it. it keeps a little bit warm, you know, helps you feel good. So we like the near infrared being there. And then we have the green and, and what people have found is that, especially if the pain might be chronic. So a long-term thing has been going on for a while. Um, they find the relief with the green more than with red. Um, and, and we let people just play with it. And then I thought this whole COVID thing was quite fascinating to me because I thought that 2020 to me already was going to be a year of balance, right? Just the numbers. Um, and, and so again, if you think about green in the middle, um, you're thinking uh, of the chakras, you're thinking this is going to be a year of green, like um, a, a year of green light, a year of green energy, because green to me was love. Um, um, and green, green to me was let's open up, you know, our capacity to receive and give. And, um, if you look at, um, what COVID was hitting the most, it was the lungs and, um, it was also, it's an, it's a, 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 an illness of imbalance, right? Eventually it's your own body that attacks itself. Um, and so what I thought was this, this real big need starting in 2020 with, with the 
the power of green, like the power to, to harmonize. So green, it sits in that middle and it offers a chance of balance. Um, as, a, as a color therapy, green is, is in that space. Of, it is helpful for the immune system, for the thymus that's housed um, right in that, you know, upper heart center, but it's, um, it's, it's a powerful offering to give the body because it helps the body, um, you know, calm a little bit, but also um, still has enough of the longer waves to kind of bring an energy in. So I love that. And then came out some really interesting research on how it, it it's very effective in um, working with some of the natural opioid responses in the body. So it helps with pain. It helps you not feel pain, um, you know, uh, the same way. It helps you disconnect from that, that signal. Um, and so that's been a fun thing to kind of play with, even using it a little bit on the eyes, um, again, closed eyes, um, using it in the head. And so we, we've been coming up, we already have a wonderful tea pad that can be a helmet and, and can be a boot and um, can go along the spine. And my mother and I um, uh, are part of the patent and the design of that. And it's, it's great. It's near infrared light with some red. But we wanted to do something and actually Dr. Drobot asked me, you know, okay, I'd like a more helmet specific product. So we've been, we've been working with this. We've created something we're really excited about. And he has a prototype that we're, that he's training on. And, um, you know, I'm really excited. And it involves green and near infrared and a little bit longer near infrared wavelength um, and then red. And it looks like a Christmas helmet. Like it looks like a little Christmas babushka, but yeah. um, it's, it's, it's really quite lovely um, because we brought it down over the ears and into the lower neck because it was, I was just talking about the vagus nerve connections and yeah. the importance of all that TMJ pain that people are experiencing. Um, that is impacting their alignment. It's impacting their brain body connection. I, so I wanted to make sure now about the helmet. I said, how long are you going to test it? Who are you testing it on? When can I hear more about it? <laughs> Everybody's well, it's, using it with. It's cute. it's cute because that my dad. So now we have also, we haven't talked about it, but we have the ability in, in our, the controller you have to go even beyond um, the Salvegio, the Nogier into other cool things. And that is, um, you know, some of these other we can play with frequencies from one Hertz to 9,999. And there's some really cool research going on, like 40 Hertz has has some compelling um, influences on the brain um, in terms of memory and things like that. But we've long worked with um, some other resources, the electro herbalism handbook, ways that people have been working with frequency for a long enough time that you can find resources to say, well, what are some other frequencies here? Um, and so I think the research is still very, very, very young um, uh, on, on frequency itself. Um, we are very transparent. You can see what the frequency that's being displayed and you can play with it. When you have our Pro6 controller, um, you have the capability to go from, you know, that one hertz all the way up to, to close to 10,000 hertz. So you can play with these different frequencies and, and have 90 nine settings right and it doesn't have to be overwhelming but my dad you know says okay I'm going to try this on 83 uh-huh. and 83 is a cognition support it's it, it uses some of the frequencies that they they found to be helpful before 40 hertz kind of came on the scene as this thing to use for Alzheimer's it was there are a lot of other frequencies so this doesn't include 40 hertz it just includes some other nice ones from this this handbook so he uses this and he tells me oh, 
I'm, I'm so much, I mean, he's been using light now, what, for 11, 12 years yeah, forever. And daily. He uses it twice a day. Um, and so then he gets this helmet because I want you to tell you, and he walks into my house and tells me this, and this is a big thing too, because, you know, he's at an age now where he's, he's a little bit more frail to walk around. And he was starting to show the effects from COVID of not getting out as much. And I was getting wow. concerned because I'm like, you know, you take away somebody's weight routine and going to the club and doing all these things. And now he's home more, you know, how, what you start, you start to see an effect. And, and so he puts the helmet on, he's playing with this helmet and he says, I can, my knee feels so much better when, like you said, there's no pat on his knee at this time. He just said that my knee is feeling a lot better. And, um, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. I just feel more myself, you know, and it's almost like these last two years start to peel off of him these two years of stress. And of course, it's a really hard time to be an 80 year old, right? Because COVID is not when you want to be someone who's 80 with compromised circulation. Yeah. It's not like a good time for you, right? right? You're a target. And, um, and so it's been really fun to see him even just in the last, you know, just using this, he's like, I'm, I'm going to use this every day. And um, I mean, he tells me his results and he's really excited about it. So that's some of our new technology because we felt like like it's really a lovely thing to blend the green in with this red and near infrared and and to use it in places that it can help with bringing in balance and then there's all sorts of cool research we'll have to talk about another time because we're going too late um but it's uh it's on um the fact that green light may have all along um they're looking at with fruit flies how it helps with um, longevity so i think green is going to become the new darling i'm glad we kind of we're a little bit ahead of the curve there because um, I don't know of another company that offers the green pads, but it, it, it was something for us that we just, again, we felt the science was there, but our intu- intuition was what led us to say that we need, we need green. Okay. At the end of all my podcasts, I've been asking people any parting words of wisdom. And literally right before I asked the question, my guest says something that's just so wise. And you just said about, you know, the power of your intuition. And I think that's just absolutely everything right now, the way that science is converging in the world of frequency medicine. And the fact that you had the foresight to do what you did. And like you just said to me, oh, hey, Christine, did you know that your controller can do more? (laughs) I I mean, of course, now I just want to run over and go do something that I didn't even know I could. So yeah, yeah, I guess I would love to leave everyone with some wonderful words of wisdom, Marta. What can you share? Well, I just think that awareness that we are beings of light and that we, you know, and, and we're also, and we're, and we're tuned into frequency and this is just what our essence is. And so, you know, the awareness of that every day to know that you are, your, your, your lightness, um, let it guide you, let your reception of light and your ability to shine back out, um, be something that you're aware of on a regular basis and reminded of because it, to live life from that place is beautiful, powerful, and, um, and positive, you know, it's full of hope. Oh, I love that. It is full of hope. Marta, this is so fun. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is such Thank a you for having me. Yeah. I'm already going to be conjuring up questions for next time. And I hope next time is sooner than later. Well, I would love to come back on and I love what you're doing and your patient and your clients are lucky to have you. And um, I'm glad that you're such a great resource for them. Well, thank you so much for helping me be a healing guide. You know, the uh, old Ram Dass uh, saying, we're all just walking one another home. So I'm so grateful you're here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll talk to you soon and be well, be light.
You too. Thank you. 